Hey, this is Randall. And this is John. From the Don't Wake the Kids podcast. You're listening to our favorite podcast, Weird. Weird. I hope you're ready for some funny. Ace Podcast. Weird. Weird, weird. Weird, weird. That's not me, that's prayer. Weird, weird. Listen. Weird News Podcast. So weird. What's up? Hey, what's up? How are you? I'm I'm all right. You know, been doing the dude. You know, hanging out, living life. You know what I say? Live large or go home. Well, that, that's not what you say. Wait, uh, you say eat large or go home. Get large. Get large. Eat. Eat lard or go home. You know what's large? We got a we got a five star review this week. You know what? What? What about it? Janelyn Prude. She is a prude. You know what? I got to add her name to the. Uh, you should. I'm going to do it right now. So you go ahead and read the review. She literally is a prude. <laughs> she literally, literally. You go ahead. Janelyn Prude said, "I absolutely love your podcast. I totally agree with Aaron about Mick Fleetwood. I love them. Also, the '80s." Uh, is the best decade. And that is true. Yes. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, Janelyn. We're a little confused about the Mick Fleetwood thing because Aaron doesn't look, care for them. No, I do not like them. And actually. I like, uh, especially like Lindsey Buckingham. He's a great guitar player. Huh. Great. Yeah. But uh, I think I think what you've said here is that Aaron has mentioned along the way he really loves them and he didn't admit to it. Mm-mm. So uh, I think I will go with uh, Janelyn Prude's comment here that you it, love mick fleetwood i do not love uh mick fleetwood as a matter of fact what about john mcvee no i, I don't like any of them why what they really do don't. to you well they took away about an hour of my reo speedwagon concert that's when i really started hating them quick story went to see uh i think you've told this can't can't, can't stop rocking tour this back in the 80s it was uh uh reo speedwagon was the headliner before then was fleetwood mac and before then was uh Hit me with your best shot. Uh, Pat Benatar? Pat Benatar. Yeah. She was fantastic. Pat Benatar rocked the place. Then Mick Fleetwood comes out and plays like... You mean Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, Fleetwood Mac comes out and plays like four hours. Well, because they have more material than REO. And they they, they don't have anything like they, REO. They do. They have a lot more material. They've been around they a lot longer. They don't have anything like... They've been around a lot longer. So about 11.30... And they're more interesting. About 11.30, REO finally hits the stage, and they do two or three songs, and I noticed... They probably just got there. I noticed Kevin's not saying anything in between songs, which is so unlike him, because he'll talk to the audience, you know. Because Granny likes to talk a lot. So finally, th- song number four, they go into Riding the Storm Out. That's their finale. Well, they they, they were riding the song storm Song number out four. And at the end of why the does song... That have, why does that have to be the finale? At the end of the song, Kevin says, we've got to go or they're going to pull the plug on us. He said, thank you, Cleveland. But you weren't in Cleveland. Because it was, was really midnight. Odd. And there's laws here in Tennessee where they can't so go He played four it. songs. That's it. Well, he wasn't the headliner. The only, only band I went to see. Well, you should have gone to see uh, Fleetwood Mac. I hear they put on a good four-hour show. <laughs> I mean, it's just... Speaking of music... You, you, know, just, you just chose the wrong band. Listen... It's our Super Summer Giveaway time. Oh, I forgot about that. It's, it's, time for me to, time. It's, it's time for me to lose again. Somebody's going to win something cool this Here's week. the thing. If you don't think this game is rigged, you got another thing coming. <laughs> and the reason it's rigged is because he knows I can't get any of these. 
That's not true. It's As rigged. a matter of fact, I think you might. You it's, got a good shot. It's tonight. rigged in the in the listener's favor. Somebody that is so into music as much as you are. I t- I'm telling you, when you play it in a different style, like bluegrass or anything other than what it was, it it's throws just a my cover size. Just somebody else doing it, but it throws my brain off when I hear it in a different. T- it's like when you try to remember a song, but somebody's talking. It's like be quiet, be quiet. And you know, like yeah, you yeah. a song in your head. Yeah, that's what I've got to do. I can't rem- I can't process it. Well. Let's go ahead and tell them what they're going to win this week. Oh, what they're going to win this week? Yeah, th- or this episode, because we got two shows this week. Yeah, right. They're going to win a Lotter Return of it's the King. It's not a Lotter. That's, That's a the- L-O-T-R. Lotter Return of the King S3 Minicle. It is a Lord of the Rings collectible mini sale. Yes, it's a Lord of the Rings. cut from the movie that was shown on a if screen. I look on the light, there's like, uh, there's Gollum on there. Yeah, you can hold it up it's to the light It's in a frame. It's, it. it's a Lord of the Rings Return of the King S3, whatever that is, mini sale. Uh... From trendsetters, yeah, and it's got like a picture of Gollum. Looks like it's his high school photo. He's actually look at him smiling <laughs> right there. Look, yeah, and um, it looks and, like a senior picture. Yeah, senior picture. And then there's another <laughs> shot of him. There's two of him for some reason. He's beside himself. And then Lord of the Rings down at the bottom's got the little logo. And then there's like a little square that's got like a little piece of film in it. And so it's a so it's the if you want to win the well. You, you might win. Yeah. Uh, Somebody's probably going to win because Craig's not very good at this the, game. The Lauder Return of the King <laughs> S3 Minicle. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Are you ready? You got your music ears on. No, I'm going to lose as always. Here we go. Here you we got go. 20 okay. seconds okay. starting now. This is a quiet. Sounds like an REO song. I'm nervous. I'm sailing. Oh, stick sailing away. Oh, I missed it. You just missed it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm getting better. You are getting better. If they didn't have that ridiculously long intro, I was so nervous. That's uh, me first in the Gimme Gimme's doing their version of I'm Sailing Away. Uh, or Come Sail Away. Yeah, I said sailing away. You said the wrong thing, and then you said come sail away. So yes. we, I, don't, we, I can't remember which one it was, but it would have counted if I got it right early. I don't. But yeah, you've, early. Always, you've always got, it would have counted. You've always got these. You intentionally put a really long intro. No, I don't. You do every I didn't single write one. That. I didn't. I, write I know, that. but you don't take a section of the song out. <laughs> no, it's always from the beginning of the song. So I can't possibly understand. That's it. That's not true. Anyway, <laughs> where's Siri? Siri in here? Oh yeah, right. Hold on. What's the numbers? Uh, one through seventy. Okay, no, right. one through sixty-nine. One through sixty. Okay, hold on. A second. Hey Siri. Give me a random number between 1 and 69. Random number between 1 and 69 is 66. 66? 66? 66, like Route 66? Oh, guess who won? Who won this time? Mark Patch. Mark, Mark Patch. Mark Patch has just won. Mark Patch, the author of our theme song. Yes. Mark, you just won a, you just won a Lottle Return of the King <laughs> S3 Minicle. A super collectible. How Man. exciting. Mark gets this. And people should know Mark Patch was a fan before he gifted us the theme song. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Okay, it's it's the Friday show, Craig. So I've decided on Friday shows we're going to discuss movies. Oh, movies that we've seen. So we didn't talk about this in the band meeting. No, we did not. You're like my wife. You you <laughs> you just say we're going to do stuff, and it's like I already talked about it. Well, I'm working in the bathroom right at the house. I've been tiling the bathroom. Yes. She goes, well, I was just planning on tiling you know, this and this. And I'm like, well, you were, but you didn't talk to me about it. Well, you I'm seen planning anybody? on being a millionaire, but I don't see the money piling up outside the house. Have you seen any movies either in the theater, on television? I've only seen the one you tried to ruin for everybody. Yeah. I didn't try to ruin it for anybody. 
So I saw uh, Infinity War. We discussed that though. Okay, so what are we discussing now? I have there's nothing. Or have we? Did since, we discuss? That? We did since movie okay. since Movie Pass has yes. now limited you to only seeing one the movie once. Yeah. Uh, I've run out of things. I mean, I can't really. Unless Why would you want to see a movie again? Well, because some movies take a second. You might need a second look. There's a lot going on. I don't Infinity do Infinity War had a lot going on. Yeah. No, and I, I mean, had one of the kids couldn't go, so I was going to go back with them. But I'm like, I ain't paying. I got nah. a $10 movie pass. No, absolutely. Until it dies later this summer, probably. Well, I went to see. They're uh, running out of money fast. Overboard. Yeah, I'm sorry. Loved it. Okay, for all the kids in the audience, that was a Goldie Hawn, Kurt Russell movie from back in the... 80s? 80s, yeah. 80s? I guess yeah, the exact it was year. the 80s. But and forget they, and so that re- Well, but they rebooted it because that's what Hollywood does. Forget that one. This one, this one has, uh, oh, Anna Ferris in it. Uh, a fellow podcaster, by the way. Anna Ferris's podcast Not like is, we know her. is usually in the top 10. Um, but it was great. It was funny. I laughed all the way through it. And I was not expecting that. Lori, you know, it was a chick flick. Lori gets to pick every other one we see. Darn it. But uh, I was expecting it to be nothing but... I will say the trailer looked comical. I'm just bothered by the fact that they, they've they got all these writers in Hollywood and all they can do is reboot and reheat. It That's is. All they it do. is. It is. There is a lack of creativity in Hollywood. There's and, no doubt about and that. And it just, it just to me, seemed like a video rental. And can I tell you something? And you that, wouldn't go see it yourself if it wasn't for Movie Pass, probably. Oh, I wouldn't have gone to see that. No. Mm. But but we had Movie Pass and Lori picked it and I thought, well, sure. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to confide in you, but don't tell anybody. All right, don't tell anybody. I'm not excited at all about the Solo movie coming out. Oh, well. I'm kind of done with I'm Star concerned, Wars. I'm concerned because the actor that plays Han is known for being a pretty lousy actor. Really? Everything I know about this guy, everybody, nobody says anything nice about the guy. And even in the trailer, it's like he's sleepy, kind of sleepwalking through his lines. Well, that's kind of like Han Solo, though. Don't say that. That's Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford was not like that. No, this, no, the, this char- guy, the character. No, Han I mean, Solo, no, I mean, no. I'm saying the way the guy like puts no effort between. They, watch the trailer. There's a couple lines in the trailer that just seems like he was bothered to even deliver the line. It just seems weird the way he says. I it. can't even get into the trailer. I'm, I'm burnt out on Star Wars. I'm just tired of you know an agenda for everything too. Because apparently now uh, Lando is going to be pansexual. Whatever that means. <laughs> well, I know what it means, but I'm not going to go into it here. That's funny. But That's so basically, funny. basically, any chance they get, it's like, can we just... If you want to write your own space movie... And you want to start making characters the way you want them? That's we, fine. We should. We but should write please our own just, space I'm movie. just saying, leave the ones alone that are already out there. Please. Because you know what? It doesn't make a difference to the story. Uh-uh. At all. Nah. It's just pushing an agenda. Right. Yeah. And, and you know, whatever. Go push agendas all day. But just don't put them in the wrong place. Okay. Oh, and then... I I'll, think I meant what I said just then. What did I just say? I don't know. I think I'm just saying... I'm not saying but you can't But I'm so have used to own, not knowing what you're saying. I'm just saying you can have your agendas. Whatever. That's fine. It's free country. We're going to have our blizzards. But yes, but don't... Uh, okay, blizzards are kind of an agenda for us. Yeah. But don't, uh, don't go back and just mess with stuff that's already there. Don't mess it just up. Just don't mess it up. Come on. It's too beloved. Beloved. By somebody. By somebody. Absolutely. But uh, did you see there's also going to be a... Um, is it called Christopher Robin? There's a Winnie the Pooh movie coming out, live action with... Uh, I think it's Ian McGregor, speaking of Star Wars. And Pooh's like... Uh, computer generated or something but I, I don't really know much about it. there's a new uh, there's a you new and your mary kids poppins movies. new mary poppins what what why remake mary poppins well here's here's the thing dick van dyke I, in I, it I, no but i expect you would be bitter about it because the younger crowd like myself <laughs> yeah whatever who are much younger <laughs> than you we are the much, same age no we're, as not. Now. No, we're when not when this podcast is released you and i are both 51 years old no you are you were out of the womb for two weeks exploring <laughs> the world 
You are older than me. You've been in this world longer than We're me. We're both 51, Craig. When I was born, you already had a driver's license. That's and so thing, not true. That is true. Well, you're right. You couldn't reach the pedals now, <laughs> no, much less then. Mom, So anyway, <clears throat> Anyway, I think one time you should have Alan come in and host with me. Alan can come in if he wants. But Alan won't listen to the show. No, nah, he won't. Okay, I'm still surprised then, Lori showed up in the studio last time and actually talked a little. Yesterday, I worked and worked and worked until about 4.30. And then I went to see what was on TV because I was tired of working. On the TV. On the TV look was. Look at me. I'm going to look at on the TV. Was, I'm Aaron Lindsay. I noticed a movie about to begin, Fahrenheit 451. Yes. Which which is the, the temperature I believe paper will ignite. Is yeah. That correct. Uh, it was fantastic. Yes. Isn't that, isn't that the, the, the temperature which paper burns or something? I think 51? everything burns there. I think, well, I think there's other things that burn before that. Yeah. But the, uh, <laughs> think, you know, I read the book, yeah. and, and of course it's a classic, a very beloved book. See, I'm wrong, but I thought that the REO Speedwagon, that the... That the I thought that the name, that the REO Speedwagon came from that book, but I'm mistaken. Where'd, no. the, where'd the REO Speedwagon? The REO Speedwagon was the first high-speed fire engine ever So made. I'm confusing the Fahrenheit 450 yes. with being a fire. Okay, with right. the, I'm just confusing yeah. the two. Okay. Yeah, but the movie, they, they did it really. Well, they when did was it this right. made? Uh, 2017. Really? Yeah, it's it's a new movie. Who wrote that? Um, uh, Ray Bradbury. Is it Bradbury? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he wrote the original book. And it's really cool because one of the books burned in the movie is Fahrenheit 451. You get you catch, catch a glimpse of so it. So it actually got up to the temperature of yeah. 451. And then it it, yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. 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 If Good I'm movie. correct at that, somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but I'd always heard that was 451 was the temperature. That's what that was. That's what that no, was. they actually mentioned that in the movie, too. Yeah. So uh, you need to watch it so we can discuss it here on the show. Is that all we're talking about, about movies? No. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're done with movies now. You know why? We'll talk story. We got weird news to get to. Right. You think they fell asleep. Lots of it. You think, people are, you think it's kind of like the monster? Look in what a, we've accomplished in 10 minutes, though. We've given away a prize. We've discussed movies. You've cut me off at least three times. <laughs> Do you think that people are, it's like the monster in a movie now. We're getting to the point now, the top story is like, when are you going to show me the monster? Maybe. It's like, oh, they're not going to show me the monster in the Only first 10 Friday minutes. Only on Friday episodes. They're not going to show me the monster in the first 10 or 15 minutes. On Monday episodes, we get right to it. To the monster. Yeah. You're the monster's like right there. You're a monster. Whatever. Hey. Yeah. Hey, give me that top story again. You want it again? Top story. Suspect threatened man with three foot alligator during bizarre kidnapping. Now, Who's being kidnapped? The guy or the, or the, or this the is uh, truly, alligator? This is truly weird. A Connecticut. This is in Bridgeport, Connecticut. A Connecticut woman got a disturbing phone call from her nephew who told her he had been kidnapped and his abductor was demanding $800. bucks, <laughs> Or he would burn the young man. Quote unquote burn. <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. What's that name? TT. <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to send that money because I really want to go home. Police said the young man pleaded with his auntie. I'm going to say auntie. I That's like okay. That. I like it too. Uh, in a later call. So he calls his auntie TT. Aunt, as in auntie. T. Auntie TT. Auntie T. While officers ran a trace, uh, they just drew a line. <laughs> And then they just ran around it for a while. Detectives told the the auntie to demand that his abductors text her a photograph of her nephew. I want to make sure you're still good, she told her nephew, police said. No one was prepared for what came next. The photograph showed the 21-year-old victim lying face down in a bathtub, which she found suspicious because he never gets in a bathtub. He only showers. He only showers. A three-foot alligator on top of him, its mouth... Uh, open mouth facing the camera. He was going, ha! Ah, Jeez. Uh, 
TT, man, they got this alligator on me. And they say, you, I'm very careful how I say that. But uh-huh. They got this alligator on me, and, they say, and they're saying that if no money is given, they're going to have him chewing on me. Oh, how the victim scary. said in a follow-up phone call, police said, Bridgeport and Shelton police would later surround a Shelton hotel, capture the creature, and arrest 30-year-old uh, Isaias Garcia, yeah. a convicted felon from Garland, Texas, on kidnapping, extortion, and assault charges. It is an outrageous case, but it is clear from the evidence that this young man's life was in danger, said Bridgeport Police Lieutenant Christopher Lemaine. This was no joke. On April 6th, the young man's auntie and his father came to police to report the kidnapping. Police said they uh, played the phone message uh, from the victim. Working with the FBI, police said detectives traced the cell phone number from which the victim called to the residence in, in Shelton. Police determined that in addition to being called the auntie, I can't help it. The <laughs> it's phone, okay. Uh, uh, to being called, oh wait, I'm now messed myself up. Police determined that in addition to being, uh, to being calling, what? That doesn't make sense, does that it? makes no sense at all. That's, see, you notice we, we stumble on these stories? It's yes. because of stupid journalism. Journalism. Yeah, yeah. Bad, no type, there's all these typos and stuff. Uh, they determined uh, something, the phone had been used to call in a takeout order to a Stratford Chinese restaurant. You can just figure out what that was about, about the phone, because I have no idea. Police <laughs> said the restaurant confirmed a delivery to the hotel and gave a room number uh, to detectives. But police said that when they got to the hotel room that same day, the victim and his captor were gone, but Garcia's girlfriend and the alligator were there. <laughs> hey, man, what's up? I think the guy was smoking a cigarette. Hey, what's up? Yeah, dude's gone. While the State Department of Environmental Protection got the gator, Lemaine said... They are lucky. They got the gator. Lemaine said detectives interviewed the girlfriend. Why did they interview the gator? <laughs> she, th- uh, she told them Garcia had arrived in the hotel room with the victim, ordered him to lie on a sofa, and then just sat there staring at the victim until the young man fell asleep, police said. What? Mm-hmm. What is happening right now? Yeah. Am I dreaming this? No, it's really happening. This is bizarre. It's so strange. Told that Garcia was expected to return soon. Detectives and Shelton police waited nearby. Police said that when Garcia's car pulled into the hotel parking lot with the victim in the passenger seat, cops converged, guns drawn. Lemaine pulled, uh, Lemaine, thinking about Lomaine now. Yeah, me too. Lemaine pulled Garcia from the driver's seat handcuffed him and recovered a large hunting knife tucked in the front of Garcia's pants. Oh, that's dangerous. That's not a knife. (laughs) No, actually, officer, it's a knife. Police said the victim had two burn marks, one on his face, the other on his right forearm. He told police Garcia had burned him with with a barbecue-style lighter after tying him up. On Tuesday, Garcia, who police said was previously convicted in Texas for aggravated robbery. That's where you rob somebody and you're really aggravating while you're doing it. You like make fun of their shirt. You just you aggravate them. Where'd you get that shirt? He pleaded not guilty before (laughs) Superior Court Judge. Somebody's got a a little attitude. Superior Court (laughs) Judge. Superior Judge Robert (laughs) Devlin to first-degree kidnapping, attempting first-degree larceny by extortion, unlawful restraint, third-degree assault, and threatening. He asked for a jury trial. Well, sure he did. Okay, here's the thing, Craig. First of all, if you're going to go to all the trouble of getting a gator and kidnapping somebody and burning them on the face. And what did the gator have to do with anything? I think that was what he was. That was the threat. But if you're the person, you're the kind of person that's going to burn someone the lighter and do this other stuff yeah. to them, why do you need a gator? That's a good, well. Effect. 
Yes, and it worked. Awesome. It's, a, it's an awesome story to tell your buddies in prison. Why 800 bucks? Why not shoot the moon, man? Go for a million. If you got a guy and a gator. I'm thinking they didn't, they, maybe they thought they'd be lucky to get 800 from the people they were getting it from. Well, a gator, I mean. I'm hungry. You could sell that gator for more than 800. Have a three-foot gator? Have you ever had gator tail? Yeah, I think I have, actually. It's actually not bad. A little gamey. A little gamey. <laughs> a little gatory. Headline is. You're big, being that you're a big gators fan. I am not a big Gators fan. Apparently, that's what I hear. <laughs> Whatever. You're wearing now a, you're just you're making wearing, stuff You're wearing up. a Gators jersey right now. I'm wearing a blue Under Armour shirt right now, and you're it's very comfortable. You're an Under Armour shirt. I had a massage this morning. I don't know. <laughs> First one ever. Why? My chiropractor, now, well, they've always had uh, therapeutic massage. It's part of their package. I've always said if I had stupid money to spend, I'd have every week. I'd go get a massage. Well, apparently, I'm entitled to that with the package you're, I have. There you go with your entitlement again. <laughs> Very nice. I deserve this. You ever had a, a real professional yeah. massage? Yeah. This is my first one ever. So, I don't understand. Did you pay the copay or something? And you, or just pay? Yeah. Right, and yeah. they gave you the massage? Yeah. Does he snap your neck? And then yeah. He snaps your no, neck? No, that's after. I went in. The massage was first. How long was it? One hour. Like flat on a table or you sit in a chair? On a table. How much did this cost you? It's what? just the regular price. I want you to tell me later. I will. I want to know all about Very this. Very pleasant. Very nice extremely Until relaxing the cops busted in no. all right headline is burger king was closed so man stripped naked in the street i mean that's honestly that's a <laughs> that honestly that's a fair reaction i love a good whopper whopper is up there and top of my i do like whopper with cheese oh man you tried the double whopper with cheese number two i, I don't need that i don't need a number two like you <laughs> i just i i just uh i like the number just whatever the double the, the whopper with cheese oh, that's good that is good you know what's really kind of crooked about burger king burger king well they'll hold the pickles or the lettuce i know i don't remember the rest of the song special but special orders don't upset us but you know what they do they put it up there and they say okay like you go get a big mac you know it's got cheese on it right you order a, a, a whopper yeah you better tell them you want cheese yeah well usually they say you want cheese on that yeah but if you don't you get a Whopper without... I did that at a... It's okay, too, without cheese. I went somewhere... Oh, it was when I was in Oklahoma a few weeks ago. I was at a Whataburger. Oh, yeah. And... Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And um, I went through, and the lady apparently asked me if I wanted cheese on the burger, and I didn't understand what she said because I'm new to to America, and I did not know <laughs> the language. Also, I'm deaf because I'm old. And um, I didn't have cheese, and I had sad panda face. I got back, and I ate the burger because it was good, but I was really missing the cheese on the burger. See, I can take cheese or leave it. Not me. I got to have cheese. Cheeseburger. That's that's why they're cheeseburgers in paradise. <laughs> I do like a cheeseburger, but if I don't have cheese on my burger, I'm fine. No. It doesn't have, now, if I have apple pie without cheese, you better lock the door. One day I'm going to try that. Yeah, you just are. Just so I can punch you in the throat when I find out it's lousy. <laughs> All right, let's get back it to this. It does sound uh, like it might be good in a weird way. It's, a, it's a what amazing. If, what if you took an apple and just wrapped it in cheese and ate that it? That might be good. I don't know. Anyway, an intoxicated... Where did we go wrong? Intoxicated Plainfield man was so irate over being locked out of Burger King that he stripped off his clothes and struck an officer a few times, police said. Officers... officers struck an officer a few times? How many times was the guy going to take it before I, you... I, I don't know. <laughs> do it again. I dare you. Okay, one more. I dare you. Officers were sent about 2.15 a.m. Sunday to East Jefferson Street Burger King in Shorewood after employees complained of a man standing outside the drive-thru and pounding on the window. That was one hungry drunk. He is visibly upset. The business was closed and was banging on the drive-thru, screaming at the employees inside. Wait a minute. In this day and age, why is the drive-thru closed? 
I don't know. Maybe they don't have the staff. 24 hour yeah. thing. I mean, yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying they. Should. I think it's dumb that they do have them open all the time. But well, Deputy Chile, Chief Police Eric Chile? Allen said he was heavily intoxicated. Manuel, wait, 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 wait. What? What Pol- am I waiting on? Deputy Police Chief Eric Allen was intoxicated. No, he said that the uh, that the drunk guy was heavily intoxicated. Oh, I thought you said that he said he was intoxicated. Manuel Severio. Manuel. Severio. Manuel. Age 30, hit the window one more time after police arrived and proceeded to strip naked and then put his pants back on, Allen said. The officers determined no one was injured and no property damage. Maybe mentally injured. Allen said and contacted one of Silverio's relatives to come and pick him up. Wait a minute. They're going to let this guy go home after he struck a police officer. What happened to public intoxication? Put him in the tank. A police sergeant tried to help Silverio back into his shirt, Alan said, and Silverio hit. Oh, that's when he hit him. <laughs> so that's when the officers handcuffed him and hey, set him on the me. curb. Alan said after he calmed down, they took the cuffs off of him. Man, these cops are too light. I don't think they're doing it right. Silverio repeatedly tried to stand up, and the sergeant placed his hands on his shoulders, Alan said. So Silverio hit him in the face (laughs) and again in the chest. That's the best noise I can make. That's when he was arrested. Why did it take that much to arrest him? I don't know. Was he just being so nice? What an idiot. You know, he woke up the next day. uh, That's all I got on that story. Well, he was was booked into the the Will County Jail. Yeah, he was. Because you will go to jail. You strike an officer apparently three times. It takes three times. Three is the magic number. Hey. Hey. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's the magic number. Hey, all you can eat pizza festival apologizes. You know what they apologize for? I don't know. Lack of pizza. They ran out of pizza at an all you can eat pizza yeah, festival? But they don't ask to organize. That's how they make money. So I know this has got to be in England because, yeah, that's how they make money. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know this is a, this kind of like movie pass. They <laughs> just run out of movie tickets. You I love my movie pass. I do too while it lasts. I don't know. I keep hearing it's not going to last much longer. Well, we'll see. We'll find out. But anyway, organizer spelled with an S, which means this is probably in Britain. Yeah. Uh, all you can eat f- uh, pizza festival apologizes for lack of pizza. Organizers of an all you can eat pizza festival have apologized after repeatedly running out of pizza slices. Customers had to another clue here. Queue up. That's got to be Britain, right? Yeah. Had to queue up for an hour to get a single piece of pizza after an oven broke at the <laughs> Notting Hill. There you go. Yep. Notting Hill Pizza Festival on Saturday. Or I would have been irate. Guests were promised the opportunity to sample unlimited amounts of pizza by organizers. Belmonte Life. Uh, or is it Belmont? It looks like Belmonte. I think it's Belmont. Belmont. The high-end luxury lifestyle brand blamed overzealous appetites as well as the broken oven for slow service. The firm said, despite the best efforts of our team preparing the pizzas in smaller ovens, the flow of pizza was slower than intended. I guess so. In contrast to the claims that there were not enough pizza, this was not the case. Our team was hard at work to ensure that everyone was able to sample a pizza. Yeah, but not unlimited, like they said. However... It was an unfortunate event that the queues grew due to some overzealous appetite. <laughs> yes, uh, preventing others to be able to enjoy the food. This guy is way off base. You cannot blame somebody for having an overzealous appetite when they're promised all you can eat pizza. Right. That's yeah. like us. You know, don't do that. don't pull that on Americans. No, no, you you hit black and blue. <laughs> yeah, you will. <laughs> you will strip our clothes off and bang on the window. <laughs> The event promised a pizza for every palate at the 
Portchester Hall in West London. Alex White, 28, said she abandoned the festival to go to a pizza restaurant, <laughs> having only eaten two slices in one and a half hours. Oh, I'm definitely annoyed. It was clearly very badly thought through, said Miss White. I agree. Tim Swaby said, he's 24, by the way, said, yeah. we all arrived at the festival. We were immediately surprised by the long queues for pizza at each stall. When pizza did arrive, it looked something like an already passed through a cat's digestive system, <laughs> Mr. Swaby added. Festival goers were given complimentary drinks when it became clear pizzas were not reaching everyone. That's no, that's no, uh, no. I, 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 jolly good show. I would take. Here's here's a square of pizza the size of a postage stamp. Here. Hey, it's got a picture of Gollum on it. <laughs> you can eat the whole thing, but that's all you can eat. That's what we meant by all you can eat. <clears throat> maybe it was a maybe it was a a, a lotter return of the king pizza slice. Maybe. Headline is what they thought was a rusty box in their backyard was actually a safe with $52,000 worth of treasure. Ting 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 ting. For years, Matthew and Maria Colonna Emmanuel thought that a piece of rusty metal behind some trees in their backyard was just part of a cable or electrical box. But it wasn't, Craig. It was a safe containing $52,000 in cash, wow. gold, and diamonds. Wow. And the story of how they discovered it and what the couple did next is remarkable. Yes, indeed. So the couple saw the metal box between some trees when they moved into their Staten Island home in New York, but never paid much attention to it. I thought it was an electrical box, Matthew said. When trees in their yard were damaged by wildlife, they got a better view. It, the box, was really prominent when the deer ate away all the foliage, Matthew said. After digging it up, they realized that it was a rusty old safe. Inside, they found wet money and a lot of jewelry and plastic bags. Hundreds, jewelry, diamonds, engagement ring, dozens of rings, gold with jade. Wow. It was stunning, said Matthew. There was also a piece of paper with an address, one of their neighbor's. First, I knocked on the door and asked him if they were ever robbed, and they said that they were, Matthew said. According to the New York Police Department, a burglary was reported at the neighbor's home the day, of Christmas, the day after Christmas in 2011. Wow, seven years ago. The only thing taken was the safe. It had a large amount of cash, jewelry, and other items inside, a total of $52,000 worth of property, police said. So the cops told her, you'll never see your stuff again, said Matthew's wife, Maria. But eight years later, thanks to the Kelowna Emanuels, she did. Matthew said their neighbor was shaking when he told her that they had found her safe. What if they could salvage the money if it was beyond repair? You know, I bet they could trade it in. I bet you could take it to a bank. And I say, guess it depends on how bad a shape it's yeah. in. Yeah. When asked why they uh, didn't keep the loot for themselves, Maria said it wasn't even a question. It wasn't ours. The reward is karma. Good karma, added Matthew. Well, there was an address of your neighbors inside. Yeah, that'd be you'd be you'd be you, the worst neighbor ever. Yeah, that's right. I think just about anybody with any sense or uh, sense of decency would return that to the proper owners. Right. I yeah. mean, if a diamond fell out or something, you yeah, you wouldn't notice that. that you know, you say you know maybe it wasn't actually in there. I mean, you know, I, maybe it's in the yard. I don't know. I mean, yeah. Good luck. No, just just joshing. Hey, <laughs> you know. It's a good time to talk about safety when vaping. Yeah, yes. Right now, we should, as a public service announcement, public announcement, you know, discuss vape responsibly. You should or do vape. yourself a vape. Do yourself a, a vapor. <laughs> vapor. <laughs> vapor. Don't vape. Because you're going to get popcorn lung. Popcorn lung is nasty. You're going to get popcorn lung and die. Okay, I'm just yeah. going to say it the way it is. That, yeah, if the pen doesn't kill you, 
Right. Popcorn lung oil. And we're not just making this up. Go look it up. I, I encourage true, everyone, true if, you, if you vape and are listening, go look up the term popcorn lung. My son vapes. He will have the popcorn The knucklehead. Lung. Yeah. He better stop or he's going to have popcorn lung. He's stopping. He's promising. Well, I hope so. And I hope we've all learned a valuable lesson. <laughs> because a vape pen exploded, pierces a Florida man's cranium and killed him. That's a terrible headline. I know. I like how I said the headline, and then that came up underneath while I was talking. It was pretty cool. That was nice. Yeah. That was some prod quality right there. Production in the biz, what we call it. Cranium. Cranium explosions. <laughs> That's yeah. terrible. It is horrible. But a U.S. man died when a vape pen blew up and projected fragments into his skull, a post-mortem examination has found. Talmaj <laughs> de Elia, I don't know. D- TD, as his friends called him, also suffered burns over 80% of his oh body in a fire on May 5th. That was just recently. Yeah. Caused by an exploding e-cigarette, according to forensic officials. This is dreadful. It's sad. The 38-year-old's body was discovered by firefighters in the burning bedroom of his, oh of his family home in the beach resort of St. Petersburg, Florida. Oh, that's a beautiful area. It's believed to be uh, the first U.S. death from a vape pen explosion. What is in these? Are they lithium batteries? Yes. Okay, so you got yeah. lithium batteries, tight space, and all this metal or whatever to be used as shrapnel. Yeah. Okay. Yes. The reason I bring it, lithium batteries are so volatile. That's what's in most phones. That's why phones you see that do blow up and this and that. They're just they're just they're they're the crazy in the battery family. They had gurry. They really are dangerous. The uh, let's see. It's believed to be the first death. Um, the television producer's death has been ruled an accident. Two pieces of the vape pen were found in his cranium, according to the autopsy. Mm. The report said emergency crews encountered extensive fire damage to the bedroom where his body was found, but minimal smoke. That's because it was water vapor. It was water vapor. Well, no, no, well, but, you know, the fire that was caused by it wouldn't, oh, yeah, wouldn't have yeah. been water vapor. No, that would have been smoke. The electronic cigarette was manufactured by Smokey Mountains. Who did their Smoky Mountains? Great. Said the medical examiner. According to the U.S. Fire Administration, between 2009 and 2016, there were 195 separate incidents of explosions and fires involving an uh, e-cigarette, resulting in 133 acute injuries, 38 of them severe. The thing is, have you seen some of these things? Yes. People need backpacks to carry some Some of them. Some of them are big. They're stupid looking. Yeah. They're stupid looking. I'm sorry. Why don't you just go ahead and get a fanny pack to carry it in? You'll look about as cool. (laughs) In 2015, an e-cigarette exploded in the face of a 29-year-old Colorado man breaking oh his gosh. neck and shattering his teeth. Uh, it used to be all you had to worry about smoking was cancer. Yes. Now you got to worry it. about a bomb going off in your face. A fire in January this year at Denver International Airport was blamed on vape uh, pens, lithium There you go, lithium-ion yep. battery. I, you know what we need to do? We need more laws to control vaping. Yeah, they're very dangerous. We need to uh, have a we need to have a lot more uh, vapor control. I agree. Yeah, I think so. I think that would be fair. We need vapor police. Vapor police, vapor control. Vape cops, we'll call them. Yeah. Yeah, and they could go around and... and go around, hey, you vaping? No, sir. You got a license? Sure? Yeah, you got a license to vape? <laughs> they can do vape inspections? Like inspect yes. Them. Yeah, I saw you know. I noticed you blew out too much vape. There's yeah, a whole cloud in your Some car. Some of these guys look like it's ridiculous. Smoke it looks stacks. like a cloud, yes. a real cloud. And then they and they try to go like as big of a cloud as yeah. They there's can. contest. There are vaping contests. You know, back when we were in high school, dipping was the big thing. That, that yeah, skulls. Yeah, like that. stuff. No, I don't know me, if it's, but but um, 
eventually it's going to go from how far can you cough your lung out under the sidewalk <laughs> because <laughs> that's the new contest. The popcorn lung is going to take over. That's bad news. And you really should look up popcorn. Not you, but no, the listeners should it. listen up popcorn. Look up popcorn. It's from people that worked in a factory that made microwave popcorn and the butter chemical they used in the popcorn, which is yep. delicious. Don't get me wrong. It was aerated. It was it was in the air. Yes, and, tonight. And uh, Phil Collins said it was in the air tonight. Yeah, he said the yeah. butter was in the air tonight. Yeah, he said, he "Hold on, it, he can feel it coming." Yeah, right. And uh, he, uh, <laughs> and he said, "Hold on." And they started coughing, and they looked, and he had a big giant popcorn lung. He had little bubbles, little water drop of bubbles all over his. Oh, next story. But you know what? If you hung out there and waited long enough, he did a killer, killer drum solo. <laughs> Backwards. Backwards. Yeah. Employees attempt to remove a snake from a ceiling fan at a Waco restaurant. That's wacko. That should be the wacko restaurant. The wacko restaurant. And I, there's video of this out there, and it, it creeped me out. If you've ever been on, or if you have been on Facebook lately, it's clear that snakes are out and about in Texas. I'd say they're out of control all over the place. Yeah, we should outlaw snakes. So they've received tons of photos, this, the people that posted this. One customer at a backyard recorded a video of employees attempting to remove a snake from a ceiling fan at the business on Saturday. The customer, Maria Oka, recorded a video where the, an employee is seen attempting to remove the snake. He's standing on a table working on unwrapping the snake from the fan. At first, the employee attempts to pull the snake down with his hand. And then wait, he, wait, wait. He grabbed the snake by the yeah. hand? The snake has a hand? No, they used to. You know, that, that they were they were taken away from it. Yeah, you know why? Yeah. Because they're think, disgusting animals. That's right, they are. And then he uses the assistance of a broom. The entire time, patrons in the restaurant are screaming. Every time it moves, they scream. It's it's hilarious. It sounds like he was wrapped around it like he the, was. trying to unknot it. Like one of the fan blades he was wrapped around. Just turn it on high. <laughs> Some some customer would have snake in the face. Throw a vaping, a vape electronic <laughs> yeah, cigarette at him. No, go. yeah, send a cigarette his way. <laughs> when both of these things fail, other employees try again to use his bare hand. Another employee tries to use his bare hands Dude's to grab got the snake. bare hands? <laughs> he grabs the snake by its head. What an idiot! And pulls him off the fan to release him outside. Police. What is going on with snakes, man? It'd be awesome to have bare hands. <laughs> I've got bare hands right now. That just giant claw, like big. That'd be terrible. Furry bra- well, they could, it'd be like a power. They'd go away and come back whenever you needed them. <laughs> That'd be awful. You, you look stupid in crowds. You gotta scratch your eye. You yeah, your be, eyes. You look stupid in crowds. Like when somebody's robbing the place, and you go, oh, "Okay, I'll take care of this." And your just bare hands pow. pop up, and the guy goes, "What are you gonna do?" And just shoots or something. You know, you knock his face off. Uh, scratch his scratch your eyeballs out. Yeah. Hey, Amer- yeah. American Airlines bans emotional support amphibians, ferrets, goats, it's and more. It's about time. Good. It is about time. Oh, yeah. I'm going to fly with United from now on. First, United Airlines barred an emotional support peacock from boarding. Oh, good grief. Now American Airlines is telling passengers some of their service and emotional support animals, including goats, hedgehogs, and tusk creatures. We can bring like an, an elephant? Elephant? <laughs> Can't fly. Let's talk about the elephant in the airplane. Here's the thing. Goats, hedgehogs, and tusk creatures, for real, they cannot fly. No. It says so right there, and we already knew that. So American Airlines, you're not really educating us on that. (laughs) The carrier is joining rival airlines in tightening rules for passengers flying with emotional support animals, expanding the list of animals that can't fly in addition to requiring customers uh, vouch for their animals' ability to behave. Why don't they just make... Why don't we just pass legislation that gives a certain list of animals as support animals and be done with it and stick to cats and dogs? Even better yet, let's have one plane per day leave every airport where they say this is the only plane where you can go with an emotional support animal. Mm-hmm. 
tickets are real expensive, Here's, and you've got to leave when it leaves, or why you get away. Don't you have emotional support friends or family. How about an emotional support book? Emotional <laughs> something su- you can you know, put in your pocket. Emotional support psychologist. Emotional support therapist. Emotional support. Most emotional support. Dairy Queen Blizzard. Oh, I've got those. Yes, yes. and you always feel good. Absolutely. Who was it? Was it you? Who was it talking about? You know, Every time it. somebody has ice cream, everybody's happy. That's true. You cannot have ice cream and be in a bad mood. No, at least I can't. Next, I'm carrying ice cream with me. Yeah. Every time I'm around you now. So you get one of those whack attitudes again. Whatever. Throw ice cream at Whatever. You. Um, let's see. Where are we now? Our story continues. <clears throat> the carrier is joining rival airlines and tightening rules for passengers flying with emotional support animals, expanding the list of animals that can't fly in addition to requiring customers to vouch for their animals' ability to behave. I How do they that do that? Is there a test they give the animal like... Smack it around a little. And see you know, I was going to get through that paragraph and keep going, and you stop me. I'm I sorry. don't know how they do it. Go ahead. Federal laws require airlines to permit passengers with disabilities to travel with service and emotional support animals in the cabin, though airlines can require a statement from a licensed mental health professional documenting the passenger's need for an emotional support animal. That's what they need. To, they've got to start having that. American said, because what stops a person from just wanting to take their dog with them? Absolutely. Dogs don't fly free normally. No. But if you say it's your emotional support, then sure, bring yeah, it on. Yeah, people are abusing the system. Yeah. American said the new rules are designed to protect passengers with legitimate needs for service and support animals while avoiding problems with untrained animals in the cabin. Was this, does this happen on trains and buses, too? I don't know. Boats? You don't hear about it. Nope. Under the new rules, which go into effect July 1st, American is adding amphibians, goats, hedgehogs, insects, non-household birds and animals with tusk. I've never <laughs> seen a bird with tusk. Horns or hooves to the list of those that can't fly. Could you see a goat just butting everybody running down the aisle? <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> what's that? What's that noise they make? <laughs> no, they make that. <laughs> I was make those funny noises like they sound like a baby I crying. Think of a baby, baby, baby. Ah! <laughs> That's how I remember it. Justin Bieber, your favorite. Along, hey, I've along got with nothing against along him. with the Gators. I hate the Gators. So anyway. The airline will make an exception for miniature horses that have trained as service animals. <laughs> now, I want to be on that plane. Both service and... He said, can I bring my big horse? They said, nay. <laughs> Both service and support animals fly in the cabin for free, unlike household pets, for, uh, for which American charges $125 fee. Yeah. But emotional support animals don't always have the specialized training service animals receive, and some suspect... At least certain flyers use the designation to skirt rules governing household pets. Why don't they just do like Scooby-Doo and the gang did? Just dress him up like a woman. Yeah. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Ooh, Scooby-Snack. Over here, baggage. But every time, every time she'd walk by with the peanuts, he'd be like, ooh, he'd be sucking them up. You got Scooby-Snack? <laughs> <laughs> American will enforce requirements that customers traveling with support animals submit extra documentation at least 48 hours before their flights with exemptions for emergency travel. Pat, make it difficult forms with absolutely passengers will have to sign a form promising their animal can behave properly in addition to submitting a signature from a mental health care professional that is awesome and i, th- I think it's you know what a great idea and now a weird moment from history this week's weird moment from history craig or this episode's the great balloon hoax now this is the first that i've ever heard of this and it features edgar Allan poe so you know it's going to be interesting in april of 1844, 
Edgar Allan Poe walked into the offices of the New York Sun newspaper carrying a 5,000-word document that chronicled one of the most sensational pieces of news in recorded human history. Sensational! That I think I blew out the mic just then. Thomas Monk Mason, the famed aeronaut and flutist, William Samuel Henson, the inventor the of the first did. patented steam-powered ship. Airship. Airship, yeah. The famed novelist Harrison Ainsworth... And five others had flown a balloon from England to the U.S. crossing the Atlantic Ocean, approximately 3,900 miles, in a mere 75 hours, landing on Sullivan's Island in South Carolina. Hmm. That's what the story said. The only real problem with the amazing news article, which gave detailed accounts of the vessel used to make the historic voyage, descriptions of the balloon's design and its propulsion system, steering mechanisms, and journal notes by the aeronauts, was that all of it was a fabrication perpetrated by the enigmatic Edgar Allan Poe. That liar. The account of the epic journey, which had been provided by Poe, was printed in the New York Sun of April 13th, 1844. So this was the original um, um, Invaders thing, was the... um Oh, you're talking about the, uh, uh, the, yeah. the Orson Welles. Yeah. This is, this is like the original, yeah. like, like dupe everybody. Yeah, but this wasn't anything scary, though. It doesn't matter. It was good Made news. everybody believe it, though. 170 years later, the incident is now known as the Great Balloon Hoax. So they did, uh, after this was ran, and they did uh, discover it was fake. It took two days. It took 48 hours for them to, to place a retraction in the newspaper. It's almost as long as the trip took. Here's the retraction they placed. Balloon. The mills from south last Saturday night, not having brought a confirmation of the arrival of the balloon from English, please, England, the particulars of which from our correspondence we detailed in our extra, we are inclined to believe that the intelligence is erroneous. What is that? The writing is erroneous. The writing is horrendous. Yes. Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll go you, on. You done? The description of the balloon and the voyage was written with a minuteness and scientific ability calculated to obtain credit everywhere and was read with great pleasure and satisfaction. We by no means think such a, pro- a project impossible. That's crazy. Yeah, it's pretty pretty funny Thank little Edgar retraction. We called him Heath back in the day. What a prankster. You knew him. You were alive. Whatever. You're my same age, buddy. Hey, it's time for the Mark Patch Top 10. Top 10 worst movies ever made. Now, we've had this uh, category before, as you remember. There are some other ones. There are, there are a lot of these. But this uh, this one's from the Standard Co, uh, standard Newspaper, or Standard.co.uk. The thing is, like one of the worst, the, the one of the movies that's considered the one of the worst movies of all times, two of them aren't even on here. Troll. Troll 2. No, Troll 2 is awesome. <laughs> no, it's considered. No, it's, no, I know it's horrible, but yeah, it's awesome. That's horrible. true. So you've got some movies. You see, Aaron, let me explain something. Go ahead. You've got movies that are just bad. Yeah. But you've got movies that what I would say are deliciously bad. Yes. yes. They are so bad, yes. you can't look away. And Troll 2 even has its own documentary about it. Well, there is there is a... Troll um, 2 is awesome. There's a movie on this list that describes it, that, that fits that description perfectly. Okay. But I'm looking here... And where's Plan Nine from Outer Space? It's known. It is known True. as the worst movie of all time. I don't see Ishtar on here. Not by oh Ishtar. Yeah, you That's brought that on one here. out. And I don't see. Uh, well, this is from the UK. I, and I don't see A Wrinkle in Time, which is one of the worst <laughs> movies I've ever seen in my life. Love Story. Love Story was horrible. All right. Okay. Number ten. I do not recommend anyone see these movies. I've only. Well, I know enough about them. I'll just say that. Ready? Number yeah. ten. The worst movies ever made. The Human Centipede Three. Yeah, I heard that was disgusting. Never seen it. 
The original one, the cold basis of it is disgusting. I, I can't tell you much more. Number so. nine, movie 43. Well, m- m- movie 42 was good. And 44 was pretty yes, good. Yes, but 43 is known pretty I, much across the planet as the worst I, one I, ever. I don't even know what that is, movie 43. Number eight, Jack and Jill. That's uh, uh, Adam, Adam Sandler. Sandler. Yeah. yeah, I don't know Didn't anything about it. that. Didn't see it. Number seven, The Exorcist. Exorcist. The, <laughs> the Exorcist to the Heretic. I'm glad you said heretic because I, I always stumble on that word. I didn't see that movie. I want to say I did. I saw number six, unfortunately. Okay, number six is a given. Everybody knows of the top ten worst movies ever made. And I think it's even even Spielberg probably admits. Or was Lucas? It was, was it Lucas and Spielberg together on that one? I think so. Howard the Duck. Terrible. I love the I love the Howard that's showing up in the extras of the Avenger movies. Um, he showed up in Ragnarok or something too. The real the real Howard the Duck from the comics. I mean, he's very like really rough around the edges. Yeah, like, he's pretty rough. Like the one in the movie, he was the, pretty rough. No, the one from the movies looked like a Disneyland. Character. He looked like yeah, he looked like Daffy a, Duck. Or yeah, no, no, yeah, he looked like Donald, Donald Duck, Duck or something. Yeah. But no, in the in the the actual one, if you go back and watch the outtakes, you know, the collector in one of the movies, if you watch the out or the. Uh, end credit scenes yeah the collector has him in a he's talking to one of them. maybe it was during the movie but you see him and he's just he's very it's almost like you closed your eyes and drew him it's just like he's just drawn so weird looking number five uh, number five is the movie i was saying fits your description because it's got a cult following now my son thinks it's don't know it. great the room but he also vapes and it is hilarious i don't know what it's the, hilariously what bad it? as a matter of fact james franco just released a movie about this movie the room okay so, I, I don't know. Is it supposed to be a serious movie or something? It's supposed to be. The guy that produced and made it is, he can't, it's just terrible acting, terrible, everything. Is it's, it on streaming? You can see it on YouTube. It, it's okay. actually on YouTube. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. Top 10 worst movies ever made. Number four, United Passions. FIFA vanity project, United Passions, told the story of football's governing body through the most rose-tinted of glasses. Yeah, I, I didn't know that any of any of us here in the States had ever heard of United Passions, so I put a little description with this one. Yeah, I got, it's a I got, soccer I got movie. friends that are really into the whole soccer, the, you know, the World Cup and all that stuff. I just don't, I don't understand. I don't like it. I just don't get into it. Uh, number three. I know you spend most of your time watching Gators, so. I, where did that come from? What are you even talking about? I, you, I don't know. Just, just That's one I, of my most hated teams. Something I heard. How much you love them? Number I heard, three, I heard you actually have you've actually turned your back on Auburn. Number three of the top ten worst movies ever made: Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. But it did have Pia Zadora in it. It did have Pia Zadora in it, and it was really a lousy movie. Yes, it was. Number two of the top ten worst movies ever made: Epic Movie. Oh, that one was epic. the irony. Yeah, the irony. It's supposed to be an epic. It's epic movie, but it's the worst movie ever made. Number one of the top ten worst movies Wait, is this ever. is the Travolta movie? Yes. Oh, my Lord. Battlefield Earth, a saga of the year 3000. You said saga. Good for you. What a terrible movie. It's I a, couldn't even get through the first half. It's an L. Ron Hubbard story. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised you don't really like it then. <laughs> <clears throat> Whatever. That wraps up episode 177. Boy, we're creeping wow, close we to 200. We are. The grand finale. It's like what's going to happen on episode 200. It's going to be like Logan's Run. We're going to float to the light at the top of the building, <laughs> and we're going to explode. Wait, is that Logan's Run, or is that like death? That's what happens in Logan's Run. Oh, he floats when, to the light. When you hit your age that you're at right now. We're, you're at my age, too, buddy. Crap, i got to float towards the light. <laughs> at least we're not like my brother Hines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
There's got to be something with 51 in it we can make fun of. Oh, no, there's not. Okay, here we go. We're going to do this thing called Shut Up and let you listen to the music, and we'll see you on the next episode. But first, got to remind you, please leave a review on iTunes or Facebook. That way you're entered into the prize pool for our next big giveaway next episode. Good luck.